Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Come along, it's amateur hour. your story becomes ours. Join me as I sit and talk. The making changes to feeling stuck. Welcome to the show, Amateur Hour with Denise Kim. Welcome back to the Amateur Hour podcast, everyone. Long time no see. I know it has been a hot minute. If you guys have been keeping up with me on my socials, you know that I have been traveling and I moved back from South Korea to the States, which was a really big move after spending a year there. I also came back and was traveling to different parts of the world in terms of the States. I was traveling in the West Coast mostly, and that was so much fun. I also got to come home, which was really nice, and see my family. Maple, my dog, if you guys have been keeping up, has been adjusting. She's an international dog. She came with me to LA and also San Francisco and is back now with me in Houston. She has been really toughing it out. I'm really proud of her as a mom. She's just been doing a really good job at keeping up with everything. And I, on the other hand, have not been doing a very good job keeping up with everything, as you can see on the huge time gap between my last episode and this one. But if you guys didn't know already, this is actually our season finale. Boo. I know that's very sad, but it marks the new turning page of a new chapter, which I'm very excited for. And I hope you guys are excited too. So going right into it for today's drink of choice, we have a lovely Dr. Pepper. If you guys did not know, or if you are not on my Twitch streams, Dr. Pepper is one of my favorite drinks of all time. Has been since I was a child and always will be. It's so good. I don't think that Dr. Pepper will sponsor me. But if you guys will, please, please do. I love your sodas and I drink one a day. So we have our Dr. Pepper accompanying us today. For current updates, if you guys are on my socials, you'll see that I've been doing a lot. I've been Twitch streaming almost every day. I'm an affiliate now. Yay. And if you guys want to subscribe and watch me play games, I just play a lot of Stardew Valley and it's been really fun. I grew up playing Harvest Moon and Animal Crossing. So Stardew Valley is a great game for anyone who loves those games like me. You basically just farm and live your own little life 
life, but in Sturdy Valley, everyone's just a little bit meaner. So <laughs> prepare to get your feelings hurt because I do all the time. It's really fun though. And I just get time to chat with you guys on Twitch and keep up with y'all and see how y'all are doing. We have our little community on my Twitch and on my Discord. So join those if you haven't already. When I was traveling, I came back to the States. I came back to Texas where I live and it is my hometown. Spent some time with my family, unpacked and then shipped myself right off to LA for about a month and spent some time with a lot of great friends, got a lot of great insight about me going to school, which I'll talk about later more so and being able to just spend a little bit of time on vacation. Every time I've gone to LA so far has been more for work, but this was the first time I really set aside time for me to really spend with my friends and just have a nice time. I also went to Coachella, which was insane. It was my first Coachella ever. I saw all these amazing artists. I was so excited to see a lot of people like Charlie XCX, Dochi, um, Frank Ocean, of course, but we all know how that went. And of course, I saw Blackpink and many more artists. I would list every artist I saw, but we would be here for hours. So my favorite artists that I saw, I would say, would be Charlie XCX, though. Um, she was absolutely amazing. And also DPR, which was really nice to see them again. Because I saw them live a few months ago in Korea, actually, for their concert. But seeing them again at Coachella was super fun. Seeing them on a stage and... Seeing people or artists perform live in America versus Korea is a very different vibe. I love seeing artists perform in America because the energy is so hype and everyone's just so excited to be there. Not saying that Korea isn't, but Korea is a lot more, how should I put it, quiet. A lot more respectful, I would say. Whereas America is very rowdy and crazy and super fun. So I'm American at heart. So I need to get a little rowdy when it comes down to it. I'm a Texas girl. And Coachella, I think, would I recommend you going to Coachella? Honestly, at least once in your life, if the lineup is looking good for you, I would say take the leap. It's really fun and be prepared with a lot of sunscreen and to spend a lot of money on food. But the food was phenomenal. I did not have a single day where I did not like the food I was eating. And just be prepared with the porta potties. They're not as bad as I thought they would be. I, I actually have a fear of porta potties because when I was young, one time I used a porta potty on a mission trip, and um, there were basically. So here's what happened. I went to the porta potty because you know I had to go to the bathroom, and then you know suddenly I hear something and I look to my left and I see that there's a wasp, and I've never been stung by a wasp or a bee or anything before. Still haven't to this day, but. I see the one wasp and I go, oh, that's odd. And I look to my right and I see another wasp. And then I hear something. I look up. There is an entire wasp nest above my head. Just a complete nest, honeycombs and all, just right above my head. And there are, I can honestly say, probably over 200 wasps up there just laying there waiting to attack. I freak out. I basically slam open the door without my pants on and shut the door super fast because they started to swarm and I have not been into a porta potty since until Coachella which eased my fears I looked up at every ceiling however before I walked in to make sure there were no wasp nests and there were none so I can at least attest to that for Coachella bathrooms 
Everything else was really fun seeing the artists and being able to experience that. I went with a group of friends and we all dressed up with a the theme every day. First day, we dressed up in our kind of jean white fits, denim on white. And then second day was pink and white. And the third day was a very new jeans concept. If you're familiar with new jeans, I think everyone is at this point. Oh my, oh my gosh. Yes, that new jeans. So we had bunny hats and bunny backpacks and it was super cute. It was a really good time. I loved Coachella. I think that I would definitely go again if the lineup was really good. I think that I want to experience more music festivals this year, actually. I hear the Lollapalooza lineup's really good, as well as the Outside Lens. So maybe catch me there. Moving on from that, I have been going on social media more these days, which is weird for me because as you know, if you know me, you know that I'm notorious for posting and disappearing for months on end. So I've been actually uploading a lot of covers very frequently on my social medias, on my TikTok and Instagram, which is at Denise Kim Says, all across the board for all my social medias. But there was a particular cover that I did that got a lot of traction, which was the Dangerously cover by Charlie Puth, which actually Charlie Puth himself stitched and reposted, which was insane. I remember opening my phone and seeing people tag me in a bunch of stuff and going, what is this? So I click on the video. I thought it was a prank. I thought somebody just stitched a video of him to my video of me singing. And I realized that it was actually him because it was verified. I was just shaking in my little wee boots, y'all. It was so crazy. I can't believe it. He reacted. He said that it was really good. And I was really grateful and very grateful to everyone who tagged him and reposted it so that he would see it. One of the crazy experiences in my life, to be honest, because being in the K-pop industry for so long, it's very different when an American artist recognizes you. It's very weird. So I really kind of felt like a celebrity had seen me because, you know, Charlie freaking Puth, you know? So I felt like it was unreal and I still don't believe it to this day. It's kind of really odd. Sometimes I have to go back and look at that video just to remind myself that it actually happened. (sighs) Very, very crazy things happen online. The internet is so weird. You could literally post about random things or whatever. And you never know who's seeing it. Because one time I did a TikTok with my friend Christelle and a few of my other friends. And we were just dancing to Wii music, Wii sports resort music. And Doja Cat liked it. That's insane. That's... I could obviously never go up to Doja Cat and say, hey, remember that video of those weird people dancing to the Wii Sports Resort music? That was me. I'm not going to go up and do that. You know what I mean? You know, if I ever saw Doja Cat, that would not be the first thing out of my mouth. Obviously, it would be hi. I love you. Um, Yeah. But the internet's so crazy. You can, you never know who's actually seeing your stuff. It's so insane to me. And know that I'm seeing y'all stuff sometimes too. I try to stay off social media for the sake of my own mental health a lot of the times, which I'll talk about later. But I see y'all stuff too. Just know that I'm looking. Also for the covers online, I'm glad that you guys have been enjoying them a lot. I'm trying to upload more. I did a cover a day for a while and I realized that it's getting very tiring, especially because I'm moving soon. But moving again, should I say. And doing a cover a day has been really fun though. It's given me a chance to really challenge myself in terms of genres and doing other things and practicing again because I haven't sang for a while. I took some time off from music actually. I took a break from music for a little bit 
whenever I was in LA, which was surprising because you would think that someone who does music goes to LA to do more in music. But I wanted to take a break because I was so burnt out over all my time in Korea. I spent almost every day in that studio that I was in in Korea, just pumping out songs and writing. And that's where my EP came out. And that's where my single came out. And I just needed a moment to just step back and re rejuvenate myself because I was so exhausted and burnt out and just completely juiced mentally where I felt like I couldn't write anymore. So I wanted to give myself a little bit of time to get my bearings together and understand why I loved music in the first place, especially before I go to school and just put myself in a place where I'm doing that all the time because I will be studying music in school. Having that break was really nice. I really needed it. And I've been getting a lot of comments actually on my Twitch recently asking about how do you rekindle a passion? I don't think you can really rekindle a passion more so. You always come back to it if it really is something that you love. And that's something that I want to really stress because the more you force yourself to like something, the more you're going to hate it. And I didn't ever want to be in a position where I was at odds with music like that, where I hated it. So taking a break is always a good thing to come back to and know that that's still going to be waiting there for you. And I took a break from singing as well. I wasn't singing for a little bit. And I thought when I came back, I would suck, to be honest. But I'm not as bad as I thought I was, surprisingly. So it sticks with you. You know, muscle memory is a thing. You won't ever really have a passion that leaves you as fast as you think it will it's very much ingrained within you if it really is your passion and something that you love. And sometimes you need a break. You know, you know, you love your parents. Sometimes you need a break from them. Same thing. It doesn't really mean that you love them any less or you love your passion any less. It's just the way it goes sometimes. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Going back to school, though, is something that is a little bit daunting for me because I've never been to college. I was online schooled for a majority of my life and going to an actual physical school seems kind of scary to me. But it's exciting. I feel like in a way, I said this in my trailer when I remember when I first started Amateur Hour, but it feels like I'm going back into being a trainee again, you know, having a structure, having, it's not just a wake up and I can do whatever I want, whenever I want kind of thing. You have classes, you have a schedule. And I love structure. I love having a schedule, but I like it when I said it. So this is going to be a little interesting. 
also moving to a completely different place. I'm moving to the East Coast, which I've never lived there before. Um, I would say I lived in Texas all my life and I've spent a little bit of time out in the West Coast, but I've never really actually lived or been in the East Coast for an extended amount of time before. So it's going to be very different. And it's my first time moving somewhere within the States. I've only ever moved back and forth between Texas and Korea. So moving somewhere in the States and knowing I'm going to be there for a long-term period of time is a little scary because I genuinely don't know how I'm going to feel about it if I like the place or whatever it is. But being a student, I feel, gives me a little more... It keeps me... It makes me feel a little more calm because I know I have a structure and I have a purpose and I have a reason for being there. And honestly, I'm be really real with you. I was looking at how much college tuition is. I understand why some people think college is a scam. It's kind of crazy. But, you know, I really want a degree. I want to have something to back me up and I want to learn more about music. And that's something that's really important. I love learning. I think I like learning. I haven't done it in so long. I can't even tell you. Last time I went to school was freshman year, which was probably like 2015. And I went there for two months and I dipped to Korea. So I don't have much reference to fall back on. And it's scary because the unknown is terrifying. I think that I genuinely am leaning on the fact that I have good skills in terms of adapting. And I'm good at being put whatever I'm good at, whatever situation I'm being put into, just working around it. Yeah, basically adapting. I'm good at adapting. That's what I'm trying to say. And from there, I'm just trusting that and hoping that it works out for me. And if it doesn't, I'm not putting too much pressure on myself because I want to at least just try it and see if I like it. And if I don't like it, then I can do something else or transfer or do a different major or something. There's always options, you know? you're not just locked into something forever. You really don't need to feel that kind of pressure because I was putting so much pressure on myself where it's, oh my gosh, I have to do this for four years. Oh my gosh, what if I don't like it there? Oh my gosh, what do I do if I don't meet any people or whatever it is, which isn't a concern for me because I'm kind of a hobbit. But I want to go out and experience it to the fullest. And I've gotten a lot of advice from friends who I saw in LA or friends in Korea or anyone that I know that has a college degree or went to college that college is the best years of their lives. And if you saw my episode on Get Real... I don't know who says that to you, but that's not true. <laughs> it's it's great. It's fun. It's good years, but it's not the best. Judy. And if you guys saw my Get Real episode, you'll know that I basically just got mothered by three people for basically an hour on that podcast. If you haven't seen that episode, go check it out on Dive Studios. But... Yeah, they say college is the greatest years of your life or it's really good or whatever it is. You may you meet the greatest people there. And I was so afraid because I always thought, you know, I don't... Not that I don't need college, of course. Yeah. Actually, yeah, that is what I thought. I thought I didn't need college because I have a career. I have really good friends. I have a really good support system. I don't need to go and meet new people. I don't need to go and get a degree. I have everything I need. But then I realized, you know, getting a degree is really good for you. For me, I don't think it's great for everyone. But for me, it's something that's really good because it gives me structure. It gives me a place to be for a little bit of time because I've been so flight risk for the past few years where I'm back and forth. I'm in Korea one day. I'm in America the next. I'm in LA. Oop, I'm in wherever else I could be. 
So having a little bit of stability in my life is really good. Stability is sexy, y'all. I love being stable. It's so nice. I've, I moved four times when I was in Korea and I never wanted to move again after that. But the place that I'm moving to, I have it and I'm going to be living there and I don't have to worry about it, which is really, really, really reassuring for me. But everyone told me that trust the process. College, you can always transfer. You can always change your mind. And that's what college is for. College is for being able to figure out what you want to do and who you are. Well, not really who you are. It takes you your whole life to do that and you still don't really find it sometimes. But you learn a lot about yourself. And that's what I think I need to do. I needed to take some time to do that because I went to Korea last year on my own, no company, no nothing to kind of find myself do some soul searching, pun intended. But I realized that I wasn't really finding myself more so I was finding out stuff about myself. Whereas I saw myself in the lowest points and in the highest points. And I just learned so much about the kind of person that I was and how I react to certain situations and what my go-to reactions are and how I take certain things a little too personally or how I don't take things personally at all. And I realized everything is about a gray area. It's all about the gray area in life. It's not about... And not everything is black and white, which is what I really wanted to believe because in my brain, everything had to have a pattern. Everything had to be either this or that. But then I have a friend who doesn't like vegetables. And then she was eating vegetables in a sandwich or something. And I said, I thought you don't like vegetables. She goes, oh, I like certain vegetables or I like them in a sandwich. And I realized it's... That's a very stupid example, but that is an example that really stuck out to me where it's not black and white. It's gray area. Someone could say, I don't like vegetables, but they could really like lettuce in their burgers. It's a thing. And that was hard for me to wrap my mind around as a person who really wanted to see things very black and white. That whole life is great. That our entire lives are just gray area. Good people can do bad things. Bad people can do good things. So college is a really fat gray area for me. And I'm just trying to ease myself into it and work through it and realize that I'm a gray area. People are, they change all the time. We change our minds left and right. I don't need to do or be something. I can just exist and that's fine. Oh my gosh. I really forgot about the fact that, you know, going to school, learning, homework, classes. Would I say I'm excited for that? Honestly, not really, but you know, I'm studying something that I really like. So I would hope that it would be more fun to me. But who really wants to sit there and do homework? And who really wants to sit there through... I've heard that classes or like some, whatever in school lectures go for like two hours sometimes. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if my ADHD can handle that. I learned I have ADHD last year. And I just, I'm like... <laughs> guys, am I going to be okay? I don't know how many bathroom breaks I'm allowed to take, you know, because I have to go to the bathroom a lot. I drink a lot of water in a day. I did also hear that in college, you can literally just leave the lecture and no one will say anything. Like, it's a very much free spirit, free world there. <laughs> it's very much you get the grades that you... You get the grades that you put in the effort for. So if you don't show up to classes, no one really cares, but you're just not showing up to classes and you're not going to get the credit. So... I'm going to try and do my best. I'm actually considering doing 
dual credit, which we'll talk more about. Dual major, I would consider... Because right now I'm going into school for either vocal performance or music production. But I'm considering going into music business or music law, actually, as a different major just to see what's out there for me. And also because I'm going to be really honest with you. What are you going to do with the degree in music? Exactly. So... I wanted to be really honest with myself and say, you know, in the case where maybe the music route isn't exactly what I want to do or it doesn't work out, then I have something to fall back on, which is still involving music and working around music, but is also something that is a little more practical, like business or law. For gen ed classes, I would be considering psychology for sure, because my mom is actually a psychologist. And I always found psychology very interesting, especially in terms of mental health and just how, what makes people tick, how their minds work. I know there's different subgenres, I guess you could say subgenres of psychology and there's different subtopics within it. But I really want to just dig into psychology and see like sociology as well, just to see how it works in the world. Because people are so interesting Because we're all, to some extent, the same, but we're so different. And I just want to dig deep into that and see also how people's upbringings can affect them and, you know, nature versus nurture and all these other things. I really want to understand more about that. And hopefully that will make me understand more about myself and other people. And I find that it's super interesting that they have so many other classes. Like I just got told by my friend, she took Irish Gaelic, which is a language which I did not know. And it's... I didn't know that was the title of the language, but that's so interesting. The fact that they have all these other classes that I didn't... I honestly didn't... I I honestly don't know what classes there are. I'm not going to be, however, throwing myself into like a a trigonometry class... Not a trig class. um, A pre-cal class or something. I won't be... You won't find me there. But you might find me in the sociology lab, you know? I might take a... I honestly found science really interesting growing up. Science, however, also involves math. But... I think biology is so interesting and I always wanted to, you know, in Twilight, whenever they're in lab and stuff like that, and they're obviously Twilight's a terrible example, but whenever they're um, checking all of the things and they win the golden onion, I've always wanted to do labs like that. All my labs were online growing up and I never actually got to experience that firsthand. So I've always wanted to experience chemistry or doing that kind of stuff in real life and seeing things in the you mix things in their little beacons that's the word you mix things in the beacons and things happen speakers speakers beacons are beams of light oh thank you you mix things see you can see how long i've been out of class for um you mix things in beakers and you see things happen i've never been able to experience that and i've always wanted to so maybe this is my chance you guys you guys are making me more excited about college just by talking about it because now i'm opening up my mind to all these new possible activities that I could do. Also, there's a lot of clubs in college, which I also hear is a really good way to meet people. But I am no idea what kind of clubs there are. And I will definitely hopefully be looking into that because who knows, maybe I can finally find a book club. I've always wanted to be in a book club. Living in Korea on my own for a year, no company, no nothing, just me literally just being there by myself was a very interesting experience because I had time to really build up on my own, my own name. And I was financially independent. I was paying my own rent for the first time. I had 
water, electricity bills coming in. I was working as an artist and as a songwriter, which was really interesting because I had songwritten all my life. I've wrote songs all my life, but being really thrown into the whole songwriting scope of music, which was a very different field than what I had been, which has been a singer. I started doing song camps and sessions and song camps are, if you guys didn't know, essentially a camp where you go in and it's very self-explanatory. You just write a bunch of songs every day. It could go on for a week or two or a few days where every day you go in and you're paired with different people with a producer or another writer or whoever. And you're just all put into a room and then you're given a a genre or you're given a chute. You're given a genre, you're given a topic or something like that to write around and or or a reference. There you go. You're given a reference to write around. You write around that with all these people that you've never met before, but you learn so much about how other people work and how your way is not the only way that it works around sometimes in songwriting because some people are very strict about it where it's like music comes first, then you write a melody, then you write lyrics and then you polish it, blah, 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 blah. Then there's some people that just have a melody first and then you work the song around that and then you just throw lyrics in whenever. For some people, they have lyrics first and then they'll put a melody around it and then they'll add in the instrumental later. It's all very subjective. It's all very much... It doesn't mean that someone's process is right or wrong. It just means that, oh, there's so many different ways to do this, I realized. And for me, going into sessions, it was different every single day with different people. I worked with so many talented, amazing writers and producers, and I was so blessed to have that opportunity. That was honestly one of the most hectic two weeks of my life that I can ever say. Honestly, that was more hectic for me than Coachella was. And that says a lot, but... I loved every minute of it. It was so tiring yet so energizing at the same time because it was something I realized I love doing. And sessions where you're going in with different producers for me, since I'm a songwriter or a top liner, you go in and you're going in with the mentality of you're going to make something great. And sometimes something's great do, sometimes great things do come out. And sometimes it'll be kind of meh. But that doesn't mean that you didn't give it your all. It's just, that's the way it is sometimes in life. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad songwriter or you're a bad at what you do. It just means that sometimes it works and sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes you have chemistry with people you work with. Sometimes you don't. And that's fine too. You just find out that people are different and you work best in certain situations or you work best in other situations. You, I took that time to learn a lot about myself where I love being in a very free-flowing space where it's not just set you have to have track, melody, lyrics, background vocals. I like to be very free-flowing where I just have the instrumental if I am working off of instrumental first and just listening to it one time, hopping on the mic and just blurting out whatever comes to mind in terms of melodies and lyrics, running through it about three times like that and piecing together what I like. And it's very free-flowing. It's very natural. And then I'll add in lyrics later. Or I'll keep the lyrics that I spit out whenever I was recording. I like a very free-flowing, very natural space. Some people find it easier whenever you have more structure, but I get a little stressed if there's too much structure because then I feel like I can't move on from a certain part. And I have worked with people who don't move on from a certain part until they have it. And that works for them. But that doesn't really work for me. And that was what was important because who's going to have to work with me the most except for me? So song camps were really fun. Sessions were really fun. And 
just the whole experience of me being on radios and streaming for the first time and doing all these other experiences and having jobs, which was which I sought out for the first time in my life because I had been employed. But, you know, when you're employed as a K-pop idol, you don't really ever directly make money until very a little further on in your future or as far in my case. So because of that, having a job where I was getting direct income was very nice. It's been a while since we've done one of these and I don't even remember what my last one was, but we have our weekly mental health goal, which I think more than weekly, I want to incorporate this into a healthy habit for my life, which is, I talked a little bit about it earlier, but it's something I've really been challenging myself lately, which is not seeing things in black and white. And that's very hard for me because like I said earlier, I want to recognize patterns. I want things to be one way or another. I want it to be either black or white. It's really tough coming from a situation where things are either good or bad to realizing that things can be mid and they can still be good or things can be mid and they can be bad. It's all very subjective. Everything in life is subjective. Everything in life is just so up in the air that it's really stressful for me. And I'm a very anxious person where I like to have control. I love control, y'all. I love having control. Love it, love it, love it. That song by Janet Jackson, she wrote that about me. But realizing that and really challenging that thought. There's this app called My Thought Diary that I've been using that has been really making me challenge cognitive distortions that I have. And if you have cognitive distortions that you're recognizing in your life that I feel might help you too as well. I don't know if it's a very well-known app, but it's very well recommended by a lot of mental health professionals. It's just basically a little diary that you keep. And then at the end, it tells you, oh, it checks your mood. You write out your what's going on for you. And it says, do you have any cognitive distortions in what you're thinking? And it shows you a list of ho- cognitive distortions and examples. And you realize that maybe your thoughts are being catastrophized or you're doing black and white thinking or whatever it may be. You're basically challenging yourself to realize that maybe your brain is making things look worse than the situations actually are, which a lot of times it is. And you make yourself feel a lot worse than you actually are. And I don't think that you should really make yourself feel too bad a lot of the times. If you did something wrong, you can feel guilty about it. But the goal is to be healthy. And that's something that's really hard. So it's a lot harder than you would think it would be to be healthy. And I find it very hard for me to stay healthy if I'm doing a lot of black and white thinking. So that's something I've been wanting to challenge, especially in this new year. I mean, it's already, I mean, right now it's already coming into summer. So we still have a little bit of time, but that's something I want to continue and maintain for my school year as well, because I'll be meeting a lot of new people. I'll be experiencing a lot of new things and I don't want to put things into a pocket. I don't want to put things into a perfect little box. I want them to be able to free flow and be how they are, where they are, whatever they are. You know, I don't look at the clouds and say that shape should be something else. So why should I do the same with my life? I want to be able to grow and progress and be a better person for myself and the people around me and for you guys. And that's always been my biggest goal. My biggest goal used to be always being a good person And I realized now that being a good person is very subjective. I wanted to be liked so bad by everybody. And part of me still does. Very big people pleaser. But you can't be liked by everyone. It's just not possible. Even Jesus was 
condemned. You know what I mean? It's not something that works in this world. But you just have to take the people that do love you and the people that do appreciate you for who you are and you really need to cherish them and know that those are people that are really going to be there for you. And I did a lot of weeding in my life in the past few years of people I realized weren't that great for me or I weren't that I wasn't that great for either or we just didn't work together. And there were a lot of people that I had to remove from my life. And it was my first time I ever cut people off as we heard in my previous episodes and can honestly say it made my life so much easier. And I was just making my life harder for no reason for trying to hang on to a connection that wasn't working. And sometimes when things don't work, there's no way you can fix them. You just have to let it go. And that was something that was really hard for me to assess because I always thought no matter how bad something is, you can always work hard to fix it. And there are some situations where it is like that, but there also are some situations where it's just better to just let it wilt. So knowing that, I think that it's going to be a really interesting year for me to move into new things and greater things. And I hope that you guys are doing the same on your end. I know we'll be taking a break for a while. I don't know what's going to be happening for all of us in the future, but I wish you great things and I wish you health and I wish you Godspeed, as Frank Ocean would say, or actually the James Blake song, but wishing you Godspeed and genuinely just hoping nothing but the best for you in the future that you would listen and you can listen to these podcasts at any time. You can listen back to these episodes whenever you're going through a certain thing in your life and know that I'm right there with you no matter what it is. And I don't know when we'll speak again in this way, in this format, but hopefully one day we can come back and laugh about all the things that we talked about in the past and see how much we've grown. I think that'll be super fun. And I know I did a lot of song breakdowns as well on this podcast. And I just want to do one final one, which is Hampage Tersuke or Time of Our Life by Day Six, which I want you to have the time of your life wherever you are, whenever it are, whenever, what? Wherever you are, whenever it is. And Hampage Tersuke in Korean to English means to become a page where I want it to become a page in your life that you can flip and look back on and laugh or smile or cry, whatever it may be. And this page, for me, Amateur Hour will be a really big page because you guys are with me during the toughest year of my life. And I thank you guys for being there for me and listening to me and my thoughts and just me rambling and talking about coffee or whatever it may be and talking with some amazing people on this podcast and learning so much through them. And I hope that in the self-discovery that I've had in this past year, you would know that if you're going through a period of self-discovery, you're not alone. And I'm right there with you. I'm still only 22. There's still so much for me to learn. And there's still so much that I don't know. So it's okay to feel lost. Like we say here, every hour is amateur hour. And we don't have it all figured out, but we can certainly try. And sometimes we can certainly act like it. I've been faking it till I make it since day one. So... I don't think that I've quite made it yet, but I've definitely made it somewhere that I never thought I would be, which is obviously like Charlie Puth recognizing my singing. So a lot happens and a lot can happen. Sometimes we catastrophize for the worst, but sometimes we need to think about what could happen for the best for us because we do deserve the best. And I think that you deserve the best. So please remember that. Thank you so much for listening to my podcast and for this season of Amateur Hour. And I've had such a wonderful time talking with you guys and having you guys be listeners into my little diary of my life and hearing what's been going on for me. I am nothing but blessed and grateful to have you as a listener. And I hope that you can take 
the lessons that I learned during this year of doing amateur hour and apply them to your life so you don't have to make the same mistakes as I did. Thank you for listening. Much love to you always. God bless. Bye. I want to say thank you for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed listening. I'm afraid it's time to go. But I'll see you in the next episode. If I could, I'd give you flowers. But for now, this has been amateur hour. 